So it's been a rough week, everybody. Maybe it would be fair to say it's been a rough two weeks. And as we enter this very special Shabbat together, it's hard to completely liberate ourselves, if you will, from the effects of what has been in the air, the effects of what has transpired within the Jewish community at large and within the world in an even larger circle. The special quality of the Shabbat is that it comes very rarely, meaning it is very rare that you have three amazing occasions happening all at once. This Shabbat is obviously Shabbat, that's one, two, it's Rosh Chodesh, it is the new month, the new moon of Nisan is tonight and tomorrow, and it is Parshat Chodesh, the fourth and last of the four special readings that are read between Purim and Passover. In addition to all of those things, it is also a special Shabbat because we begin a new book of the five books of Moses. The centerpiece of those five books, the Sefer Vayikra, Parshat Vayikra, Sefer Vayikra, Leviticus. So, in lieu of all of the things that have been happening, in lieu of what has been happening in Florida, in lieu of what, what took place in Toulouse, in lieu of what took place in Afghanistan two weeks ago, my heart has been heavy and wondering if the themes of this Shabbat in some way can, can help me, can help us. And so I want to share with you something that I've said before, so it's nothing new. If you've heard this before, I apologize. But on the other level, I think it's worth repeating. Parshat HaChodesh, the specific fourth parsha that deals with the announcement that Rosh Chodesh declaring a new moon was something that each right, Israelite Congress, each Israelite community were inspired, were injuncted. They were given the commandment. They were enjoined. HaChodesh Lachem Rosh Chadashim Rishon Hu Lachem Declaring the new month is for you. Declaring that new month, that belongs to you, each and every one of you. And in the terminology of Chazal, the terminology of the rabbis, this means that Rosh Chodesh, meaning when the new month starts, is in our hands. Even if the new moon were to come, even if the new moon, and we have lunar calendars, and we know it exactly as it's supposed to be, Right? You have to actually see the new moon. If you don't see the new moon, if there are no witnesses to come and give testimony, then it's not a new month. In essence, God is saying, you are my participants. We are partners in creation. In the war between science and religion, God would say, it's art. that each and every one of us is a co-creator of the universe. Time doesn't exist as an abstraction in our tradition. 
It's a participatory reality that we, we join. And so with that theme, the theme of HaChodesh HaZelachem, I started thinking about Parshat Vayikra. The first word of the book of Leviticus, the centerpiece of the Torah, and whenever you have the centerpiece of something, it is the key. It stands as the essential door into understanding Torah. It is actually, in a week dominated by children, the first thing you teach a child is not Breshit or Shmot, the first book or the second book of, ex- of the Torah, but we teach them Vaikra. And so the first words of Vaikra are very instructive. Vaikra I love, and the one called out to Moshe. And the rabbis ask, why did God have to call out to Moshe? They had already been in a conversation. What was the essence, what was the nature of this kriah? Lashon chibad, a devotional language God whispered as if to say, Moshe, Moshe. It says the Midrash, Moshe had built the Mishkan, the tabernacle, and now he felt like he was on the outside. He was on the outside. There was a cloud, and Moshe could not enter. And so God says, Moshe, enter. I'm inviting you inside. And I think on a very simple level, that is the core teaching of Torah. We don't begin teaching children about Breshit, about a universe that's abstract, seven days God created the universe. We don't begin with a story about slavery. We begin with the words, Vaikra Elav. And God invited Moshe inside. To be invited inside is the core of our tradition. In two weeks from tonight, this very night, I think all of us will somewhere be participating in a seder, in ordering. And before we begin with our order, before we begin with kiddush and all of the other things, we invite in the stranger. A seder, a celebratory meal that is and holds within it the mimetic memory of the Jewish people. Everything that happens at the Seder is part of what we give to our children and the values that we bequeath. And the first value, the most important value, the preeminent value, the primary value, can we invite in as partners, as God invited us in as partners, co-creators with time, can we invite in the other? Can we make a a space? Can we make a place for the other? We don't begin with Breshit because there are no names in Breshit. We don't start with Shmot because there are also no names, ironically, in the beginning of Shmot. Vaikra, the first place in the Torah that a book begins and names and calls. What would it look like in our lives if those things that we usually exclude, we were to begin including? What would it look like in our lives if those places that we were afraid of, as we've spoken about so many times, the essence of the Paschal sacrifice, 
The essence of those mezuzot on our doorways are we took the God of Egypt, the thing that we were most afraid of, the other par excellence. The Israelites said, shall we take the God of Egypt and they won't stone us to death, Moshe? And Moshe said, no, take the God of Egypt. Take that thing that you're afraid of. Bring it in. Bring it close. The entire book of Vayikra is essentially a word called korban. Korban means sacrifice. But in the Hebrew, it means come close here. Tindalach. Come. Heschel would say, Vayikra is God in search of man and man in search of God. And so week in and week out, month in and month out, we come back to the essential core question of what it is to be a human being, not just a Jew. How widely do we cast our net? How big a circle can we draw around the thing we call self and community? After the Toulouse atrocity, I received emails about prayers, and prayer after prayer disappointed me. Prayer after prayer, I looked for a bit more, a bit of a wider net. I wondered, is it possible for communities to mourn each other's children? That if a black child in Florida dies because a white man is afraid, that's my child. If an Afghani child is killed, that's my child. If Jewish children are killed, those are my children. Year in and year out, we arrive at Pesach, Chaga Aviv, a springtime holiday and joy is in the air. Celebration is everywhere. And we are again confronted very starkly, very immediately, with the question, is that which is strange to you something that you can invite inside? Is that which is zar, zar, zara, strange, alien, can that be Ra's mystery? It is that responsibility that each of us takes with us wherever we go. It is something that is never ending, but it can begin. It can begin if we are courageous enough to say the words, Aleinu, it is upon us. It isn't upon anyone else. It is upon us.